Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Are we on? Talk Recorded live. Yo, 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 yo. One, two, one, two. GYGB, what it do? It's your man Coltrane reporting live from the Adele. My man Roberto Flack reporting live from the 305 Sunnyside, Florida. Guard Your Girl Boxing Radio podcast every Monday night. Um, we're going to try something different from this week and going on. Um, we're going to try a live stream through this Google Hangout thing and uh, just experiment it, see how it works. So work, bear with us, you know, as we, you know, work out the technical difficulties. But um, we're now in day number – what day are we at, Roberto? <laughs> yeah, the decision. <laughs> yeah, when did this start? When it, did this start in January? Technical, right. Cause that was after the uh, Algeria fight, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I mean, we're here. I mean, it's some other stuff. We'll, we'll get into that later, you know, because that pretty much eats up the whole segment. So what we'll do is we'll yeah. talk about – there's a whole lot of other things going on. Um, you got Amir Khan calling out Miguel Cotto. You know, Cotto's an interesting factor in this as well because – you know, he's the guy that everybody's looking at as an option B for Mayweather. And you got Amir Khan, who kind of is like the forgotten guy, um, you know, when all this when all this talk came about. So you got that factor. Um, you got Timothy Bradley. You know, you, you, you know, you shot me a text about that a couple of days ago. I, you know, that name was out there. Then you, I heard some talk about Bradley maybe fighting Khan. So you got a lot of different – variables and, and things that's out there, but the things that are happening in boxing right now, Santa Cruz leaves Golden Boy, you know, um, you know, you and I talked about this a couple of weeks back ago about how Golden Boy pretty much has to rebuild their, their stable because they lost a lot of fighters, you know, during this whole uh, Al Heyman ordeal. There and um, not to mention the main one that they lost actually this week wasn't it was uh, Santa Cruz. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Santa Cruz one was was big, man. Um, you know, um, you look at his stable. Other than Canelo Alvarez, who else is the big guy? You know, like who's the big fish on on the roster? Um, help me here, Canelo. I'm, that's I'm, it. <laughs> well, well, Khan is with still with Golden Boy, right? Technically. Technically, yeah. is he like kind of like on a fight by fight basis with them, or I think I think he's still under contract, but okay, uh, he's kind of a deal where I mean, how you know he goes to Heyman as far as not the final say because Golden Boy technically has the final say, but I think right. at this point it's like 
they got to work together. And then when it becomes a deal where he's got, I think he has like a couple fights left. I could be wrong, but right. I didn't hear there's only like a few fights left. So no doubt, you know, no doubt. So, you know, I mean, so you got, so I don't know how much you've been keeping up, but I, what are a couple things that I read today and yesterday was you could believe how much you want to believe out of this, you know, and I don't really believe much of what was said here, but De La Hoya basically said the reason why they let him go is because he wanted to make the Rigondeaux fight. Now, I don't particularly buy that. You know, I don't know why you yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like sour grapes, right? You know? Kind of, yeah, but at the same yeah. time, you know, I start to think about, look how look how he looked, or speaking of Santa Cruz, how Santa Cruz looked in his last fight. Right. And you got to think, Riggin, I was looking at that like, oh, man, like, let's yeah, get Brian on. And I just got to think, too, like, all right, well, at the end of the day, we, I mean, we've only seen so much of Santa Cruz as far as him being in with top-level guys, and at least with Rigondeaux, he beat Donaire. Not only did he beat him, but he beat him soundly, you know, so at least he could say, like, right. oh, man, I've <laughs> fought the cream of the crop. Who have you fought? So he even had, there was a Spanish show, um, where Rigondeaux was on, he had all the belts behind him. And then they were saying, they were asking him about, like, the Santa Cruz. And he said, well, look, see all my belts? I got four. You got one. So <laughs> where's your bargaining chip? And then they, they were kind of, they had made all these memes and, and stuff about it. But the way it looks like, it, I mean, I think any boxing fan would heavily favor Rigondeaux in that fight. So it, it becomes a deal where it's like, all right, well, what other fights at 122 are you going to make besides fighting right. the best fighter not only in that division but maybe top five in the world right right so wow um uh well here's well here's what i don't know i mean it's kind of weird because all right if he's you know, he's without Heyman, right uh mm-hmm. santa cruz now i'm talking about Rock nation uh potentially uh going after uh Rigendahl. So now oh, you have another that. conflict of it. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a big talk today um, about. But now you got a whole another conflict of interest because I don't, you know, for the people that don't know that in the hip hop world out where Al Heyman kind of came from, um, you know, him and Beyonce had a riff. Who's Jay Z's? <laughs> that's Jay Z's wife, and mm-hmm. you know, there's a whole another like it's so many different. It's like, wow, you get this new company, and all of a sudden, I lost you. Oh, there you go. You get this new company, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, there's a, 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 a backdrop beef with the new company that just came into play. Yeah. You know, um, so don't look for a Rock Nation and Al Heyman doing any, doing any joint cards anytime soon. No. You know, so <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. You got two egotistical guys, Jay and Al Heyman, two powerful guys, and and it's a backdrop story. It's a shame, man, because, you know, and I and I told people, I warned people about the whole Rock Nation thing, that I wasn't jumping up for joy. I know Jay's been successful at everything he's done, but yeah. boxing is a strange animal, man. Very it's, strange sport, yeah. It, it's not the easiest thing to get into. You know, you see guys like 50 who's been very successful at what he's done, you know, with other ventures. But not so much in the boxing world, man. It, it's I told people it's not about how much money you got and you know uh, uh, how much fame you have. You know it's a it's a fraternity, man. It's a network business. 
you look at kind of what Al Heyman did, he didn't come in a traditional way and just kind of try to grab the bull by the horn, so to speak. He kind of piggybacked off a of golden boy, learned the business, uh, managed a bunch of fighters first. You know, he came in as just a manager and just learned the business of boxing. You know, um, yeah. the, no matter how you make what you may think of or how he did that, he did come in and learn the business and kind of mastered it where I think Jay's trying to come in and treat it like rat and just kind of, like I said, trying to grab the bulls by his horn, but it's already a monopoly in place with boxing. So yeah. I think it's going to be hard for him to do that. You know, um, there's a lot of politics in box, boxing, uh, you know, connections with the sanctioning bodies, uh, connection connection with the Nevada State, uh, Athletic State Commission. And, you know, connections isn't always about who's the richer guy. You know, it's about, you know, people that can pull strings and, and know this person and know that person. So, I mean, it's, it's still early yet. It'll be interesting to see how Rock Nation does. But, you know, they learned very quick that this is a dirty business. <laughs> yeah. The dirty game, <laughs> man. The state yeah, they learned really, they learn really quick. Yeah, I mean, they still have the – yeah, with Rock Nation, I mean, they still had the whole um, the whole Andre Ward scenario. And, you know, that's another situation too because it's one thing – you know, him being signed and everything, but we're also forgetting, too, is, you know, they're talking about they're not trying to throw him in any big fights, and apparently Showtime and HBO aren't very, like, gung-ho about making that fight happen, like, or, or any of those fights happen. I mean, they know the Golovkin fight ain't going to happen right away, but at the same right, time, right. They, they're trying to make whatever they can with him as far as, like, on a high level because... You know, you figure he's the number two pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world, and you you would think, like, all right, right. well, he's already beaten the upper echelon, and he's not going to 175, so what is he doing? Right. You know, he, right. he doesn't really have any, many options. Yeah. No, I mean, right. His, really, his options are Chavez Jr. and yeah. Triple G, basically. And well, at this Chavez Jr., now you can't do that either because he's with Heyman. Right, and I was going to say, now he's with Al Heyman, and – you know, he can kind of write his own way. You know, he could sell out an arena or, you know, make a big, you know, uh, get a big ticket or big check, rather, fighting yeah. pretty much any top 10, compo- you know, uh, uh, ranked opponent. You know, so it's going to be tough for Ward, man, and you know, on on how they go about marketing him. And it's just a shame that this is the guy that won the Super 6 tournament. You know, two years ago, this guy was, you yeah. know, at at the, at the you know at the top of the hill, and now he's kind of looking up the hill. You know, it's just it's just it's just amazing how that thing goes. You know, part of it he was in in promotional purgatory, purgatory. You know, trying to get his way yeah. out, and you know he was able to get released and the whole Rock Nation thing, and you know now they're trying to find an opponent for him. And then you got the whole network situation where, you know, I, like you said, I don't know if it was that they pitched it to Showtime or HBO, but. Yeah, the the thing the thing too is is like um yeah it's 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 a real it's a real crazy situation it's like how they're gonna like situate all that because they at least at least with Andre Ward and I don't know if you saw this too uh, Abel Sanchez is on this tip about how. They were like, what do you think of, you know, because I get, he's been very vague about him and, you know, Golovkin and the Ward fight happening, and he's like, we'll, we'll beat him easy. 
no, no problem. We're like, wow, okay. <laughs> but then he kind of retracted his steps, and he was like, uh, you know, no, 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 it, it'll be a good fight, but, you know, they just – it's just funny how Golovkin is trying to get the payday, but Ward, I think, and, and even Virgil Hunter kind of hinted at it, where they're looking at Golovkin as, like, waiting for him to become the big – a meal ticket, and then that's their meal ticket in a sense. So it's kind of like right. no, everybody's no, right. trying to get the piggyback off of one another. You know, Golovkin's right. way for Cotto or Canelo. He's waiting for Golovkin to become a big, you know, bigger money. And and and, and, it, and it's funny because it, you got, you know, all right, so basically he's waiting for those guys, but those guys, they don't really want no part to him. And then Cotto, yeah, no. like they don't. <laughs> You know what I mean? You got Cotto, basically, and 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 you you know where there's smoke, there's fire. If you're hearing Bradley, then that means some talks have been some talk has taken place. Yeah, so you got Cotto pretty much using the middleweight title as a, a as a uh, a hybrid title really between junior middleweight and welterweight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's pretty much all you heard. Uh, you know, heard of him calling out was. These these welterweight guys, you know, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say he's calling them out, but that's all you've been hearing as potential fights. You know, no middleweights, all you know, uh, welterweight guys. You know, so yeah. I mean, that's a whole other story in itself. But you know, uh, just back to the whole golden, excuse me, well, yeah, golden boy, amen, and um, Rock Nation situation. You know, we'll you know we'll see how that all play out. Um, my gut is telling me that Al Heyman is probably going to start a whole new umbrella, if you will, for fighters to fight under, you know, in-house fighting. And, you know, people were happy about the top rank and Golden Boy fits being amended, but now you got another one. <laughs> and with yeah. Al Heyman, and, you know, I mean, look, seriously, though, you look at, you know, what he's done, and, you know, I'm happy that the fights are on national TV and, you know, we'll be able to watch them for free or what have you. But we're back kind of to square one where we were just last year and two years and the years before where you're going to have fights, a bunch of in-house fighting going on again. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're back, we're kind of back here again because a lot of the fighters that were at Golden Boy are with, with him now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you see, like, every week, <laughs> they, a new name is, is either leaving Golden who, Boy or staying with Golden Boy. Who just popped up with Golden Boy? I mean, with Al Heyman? It's like a weird signing that kind of came left field. Somebody just signed with him. I didn't see. Yeah, yeah, I, I got to check it out. Um, I don't remember, man. It was like somebody who just, like, came... Somebody might have even like, been the Chavez. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I can't recall. So, um, so, um they did strip uh, Jermaine Teller of his uh, IBF title. Yeah, that, I, <laughs> I think boxing I mean, is the last thing that should be on his mind. Right, right, right. No right. doubt. I'm, I'm just saying from the perspective of now, the the title should go in the rightful right. owner's hand, which is they did and Dom. What, what the fight was going to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that you just said. Yeah, yeah um, I forget who they yeah, said who he, who he would be fighting for the title. Because, you know, you and I you talked about this uh, when they first had this more and fight signed. 
that the proper guy should have been Nadam uh, yeah. fighting for the vacant title. You know, where the hell did Mora come from? What cave did he climb out of this? <laughs> I mean, we know uh, Jermaine Teller got his hook up. You know, he got the Heyman connection yeah. to get the to get uh, what's the kid name? What's the guy name he just fought? Solomon? Sam Solomon? Yeah. Yeah. For that, uh, for the va- was that a vacant title or was that his title? Yeah. No, I think it was a vacant title. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a, the middleweight division is like a joke, man. You know, other than Triple G, I mean, I know you got Quillen up there and you know, Murray, there, you know, Andy Lee and some other people, but it just doesn't have that same ring, you know? It just doesn't have that same division. ring, you know? Well, speaking of Lee and Quillen, they made that official. Yeah, that's a fi- when, when is that, by the way? April 11th. April 11th. That's the NBC uh, show? That's on the NBC yep. show? Wow. Yeah, yeah, I remember you sending me the fact. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And like that, I mean, that's—I mean, you think about it. Like both of those cards, the, the March one and the April one. That—that's a hell of a double header. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that's gonna be a very interesting fight for Corlin. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll find out a lot about Peter Quillen in this fight and exactly who he is or. Is he is he is is he who we thought he was? <laughs> you know, which is right. uh, an okay fighter that you know um, had the luxury of fighting some guys that you know he should have beat. You know, I want to put him in with the guys that you know, um, you know, uh, 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 the up next level of competition. You know, what's happened after that? I might yeah. send me something about Danny Garcia, but I was trying to see what happened. With him, but um, because he's fighting uh, Lamont Peterson, right? right? Yep. Okay. And here's the weird part with that: they're saying it's a unification fight. That's what it was. Okay. But like, they're kind of being vague about like it being at one forty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the whole deal about the catch weight? About it being one hundred and forty-three pounds? No clue. Like that, they're like real vague about it. Like. I, like it's it's you know when I when I heard the fight was happening they said something like one forty two one forty three that then they say unification fight but they're not saying it's at one forty or it might be at one forty three like you can't make the weight man just go up a weight class and and and, and that, see that's the thing that that frustrates me about about the sport like you know we got weight classes for a reason you know what I mean and you got people. And then go back to the old Kolo thing, too, a little bit. Like, you know, it, it's kind of a disrespect. You know, everything is about lineage in boxing. You know, you trace the lineage back to the original belt where it came from. And I'm cool with a little catchweight here and there, but it's getting a little out of hand with, you know, guys not being able to make mates, so they're kind of like fighting at the weight that they originally fight at, but not really. Yeah. Right. You know, it's not fair, you know, to the guys that, you know, work their tails off to make weight and – but, you know, that's the politics of the sport, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer type of deal, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? And I like Danny, you know what I mean? And I want him to succeed, but it's like he's been kind of been dealt with with kid gloves a little bit, you know? A little bit. From the Herrera yeah. I mean, situation. like good fights, but at the same time. Yeah, it's like, all right, 
like, 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 really, when you think about it, like, I mean, I know he's not at welterweight yet, but, and I know he beat Khan in three rounds, but, you know, I want to hear about fights like that, or I know Bradley's with top rank, so that's kind of a hard fight to me, but there's guys out there, you know what I mean? And I'm cool with the Lamont Even fight. Even the fight with the Brandon Rios. Yeah, I mean, I'll take that. I mean, I, it's what I'm saying. There's guys out there. Like, there's good quality opponents out there for him to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I just would like to see at after this, you know, I know he got the Lamont situation, so we can't do nothing about that. But um, after this situation, I would like to see him, you know, ratchet it up a little bit. You know, boxing is a with it. Like any sport, it's a way to have you done for late me. Lately, mm-hmm. type of situation. And Matisse fight was almost two years ago, so. Well, right. I mean, that's kind of the thing. Right? Yeah, a bad yeah. year last year. I mean, if you think about just yeah. as far as elevating his his name, I mean, the the Herrera fight was in a sense a nightmare situation, and then then the whole Salka thing was kind of an embarrassment. Being no, nah, that was like a joke. That fight there. But he didn't have too good of a year last year, man. But, I mean, I think this year he's got to make a definite um, resurgence, I guess, because those guys, I mean, all right, like, he, I'm assuming this is his last fight at 140, but I'm just looking at the talent pool at 147, man. And it's it's just shocks in there, man. Like, <laughs> we were talking about this a few episodes ago, man. Like, the, the, the welterweight division yeah. is like, coming back around again and, there's a lot of hard hitters there, and Danny's, he, you know, Danny can get pretty good, man, but he can get hit himself. They just do take a crack at 147, man. So it's um, it's going to get interesting this year, man. And then you still got Thurman, I mean, which, who's on the, you know, he's on he's the main event of that, that of uh, the card before. But, right. Yeah, man, but he's got to have, I think, not, I, I mean, Danny's not only got to, like, beat, Peterson, obviously, but he's got to look impressive, man. Like, yeah. really impressive. No, man, I agree with you. Like, I think that, um, I think that, you know, like I said, he, you know, he, he, he had the Matisse fight, like, and it has been. That was two Mays ago, you know, so it's been two years, um, you know, since he put on a good performance. Since then, he looks subpar. Yeah. You know, um, the sad fights, was they after the Matisse fights? Yeah, that was before. Oh, that was before. Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, okay, so anyhow, so, you know, um, 47 is loaded with talent. So is 40. So, it, you know, it's a matter of time. There's opponents out there for him to fight. Um, again, we'll give him the mulligan with the Peterson fight. That's already done. Um, after this, like, it's like if you want to move up, if you can't make weight, just move up and, you know, move up to uh, Walter Wade. Yeah. Um. One of the things I think they're worried about is if he moves up too quickly. Um. You got the Khan fight up there. Uh. You got Thurman. There are some guys that can really give Danny some trouble. Hey, Donna. You know? Madonna. You know these guys can give Danny a lot of. And Madonna's that the his style is kind of Herrera esque with power. You know what I mean? You got the timing, looping right hands. The stuff that gives Danny problems, he can do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like he can punch with Danny. And now Danny, I mean, we don't know how his power is going to be up here at welterweight. If he move up, you know, he could potentially hurt Madonna. But that's a tough fight for him, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. He's got to look. He's got to look really impressive against Peterson. You know I mean, because I mean, Peterson can give you trouble, but he's 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 shown he can be beaten. You know, and, he can be shown he beat, and he's a little chinny too. You know, chinny, yeah, man. And you know, yeah. he's got a nice, you know, a really good left hook. And you know, I, I'm sure he can land it, but I think at, he just he just has to show more. And at least at at, at a level of Peterson, you know. He's got to show right. and prove, and then from now, from then on, man, like he's just got to move on, man, because he he's been hitting for like a year and a half that he's, he's having trouble making more forty, man. So it's like, right? Don't worse. He looked drained in the Matisse fight, I thought, when yeah, they had the weigh in. Yeah, yeah. He's another one of these guys that's not a small guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he has a big physical frame, kind of like Khan. So when he moves up to welterweight, he's not going to look that abnormal. So no, I know right. he can make the weight with ease. And, you know, I think fans, you know, they just want to see him, you know, live up to, you know, to, to the hype that's around him. You know, you know, again, you got the Matisse fight, but that was almost two years ago. You have to consistently beat good fighters. You can't yeah. just do it once and have them fight in, you know, the next level of competition. And no knock on Lamont, but, you know, people wanted to see him, you know, fight a bigger name or more of a threat or move up the welterweight or take a tune up there and then, you know, kind of, you know, uh, figure the rest out the rest of the year, throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, I think for sure next year he's got to make his debut there. I mean, I don't know who he'd fight first up. Well, I mean, he's got to get past Peterson first, but I mean. But, I yeah, think... he got to get past him. And I think after this, I think he'll move up. So, you know, it's April now, so you'll probably get him again sometime in the fall. Yeah. With another fight. He, yeah, he's got to get more active, man. I mean, that's another thing with him, man. It's just, you, you know, he, he's obviously past the prospect stage, but for somebody at his level still, like, like he should be a little more active than, he, than he's currently at. You got but, guys like Canelo Alvarez talking about fighting three times a year, and here Danny yeah. barely fighting twice. Right. Right. Because it's hard to keep up with these guys' fights. Because I was like, well, when did he fight again? Last. That's why I was asking you, because they fight so far out in between. Right. You forget what, you know, you forget the years. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Yeah, he didn't fight since, what, September, right? Right. No, yeah, in September. Which I guess is like what I guess is. Well, I mean, that's normal. You know, that's not that bad for now. I'm just saying prior to that, it was kind of spread out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It is. He, I, I, you know, like you know, like I said, he's just, he's just gotta, re, he's gotta really bring it against Peterson, man. And, and 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 even in the case where he looks a little off, man, and still comes off with a win, it's still you know you're still gonna be left with question marks, especially him going up in weight. But you're right. He should win the fight, though, man. I mean, like I'm, I, I, I favor him, but. You know, he, he's, he, and he, I don't know, man, that Herrera fight really, like, I was like, wow. Right. Right. No, I agree with you. I agree. That fight was, like, kind of setting back a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to hold it all against him, you know, um, but it was a fight he definitely lost and got the win, so. Yeah. You know how that go. 
Um, what else was going on? I wanted to talk about. I mean, I, you know, we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of the night. But uh, um, I, I read it about Kirkland about how he dumped Dan Wolf again. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I don't know he if got he was reading. Friend. Yeah, he got a new trainer, right? Yeah, like one of his homies or something like that. Oh, one of those deals. Okay, that's oh, that's great. Like, Somebody just gonna you. hang out with him and not tell him no. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if you want to do that going into this fight. That fight just spells doom. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to talk to you about. I know a couple of weeks ago, man, you was talking about um, the fight potentially not taking place, but it looked like it's, it is going to happen. Um, yeah. You know, um, look like De La Hoya still want to do the Cotto fight, so, you know, that may happen, like, maybe in September or something. Yeah, I think you know that. I mean, I think that fight. I, I I don't know what the whole situation was with it with uh, Canelo's team and Oscar's because you know, like if you look on the internet, like the perception is made that Cotto left the negotiation table and that was it. But I mean, it's really the total opposite. It was they said, "Look, we are stuck on May second. But again, like I think I told this to you too. Cotto, he may be telling the media he didn't know anything, but look, man, like, Freddie Roach is his trainer. He's had to right. tell Cotto, like, look, man, like, this is what's happening. Boom, 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 right. boom, boom. And then, yeah. and then he's like, look, man, what, why are you so stuck on that date? And they left the negotiations. Say, well, mind you, not even days, that, like, what, like, three, four days later, we heard James Kirkland, the, the, the lead candidate. And we're like, and, and Team Cotto's like, yo, man, like, we wanted to make the fight happen. <laughs> like, we we didn't leave the table, so I mean I right. think it'll still happen. It's just um it's just business, you know. And, and I think whether so or not, I think the Mayweather Pacquiao's ordeal has a bit to do with it. Not in the sense of him being the plan B. I mean, then again, I mean you do want to leave yourself open if that does become the situation, but you know. I think Cotto, Cotto's smart enough to know the business, man. Like, I think that's, like, he's a little bit underrated in that department. Like, you know, like, when he left top rank, he gets the, he, he gets the Floyd fight. And then even after that, he gets the Martinez fight, doesn't, get the, doesn't take the Canelo fight first, makes even more money than he did when he was offered with Canelo first off. And I think that right. might have been what the sticking point was, where it was like, he's like, yo, like, you offer me this, I already made this, like, you can't, you know. But then again, I, I mean, we don't even know who Cotto's going to fight now. So, it's no, I think, Bradley, I, but, you know. no, I think you make a lot of good points. I, I think people don't understand, and I think the fight is kind of on layaway, if you will. The yeah, Alvarez yeah. fight, is, is money in the bank. Is He has a vested interest in that fight. Uh, he's just waiting for it to, you know, to prosper, if if you will. And I think that yeah. uh, he, he's still waiting to see what happened with the Cotto fight. I mean, excuse me, with the Pacquiao fight, because you, you see uh, Espinosa and a couple other people come out and say, look, he's playing B. He's option B. And let's be honest, if it comes down between Khan and Cotto, Floyd's fighting Cotto. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's going to be Cotto to get the fight. So he Cotto's looking at it like, well, even if he does fight Pacquiao, and I don't get the Floyd fight, I can still take a tune-up, make a lot of money, because Cotto is guaranteed to make 3 to $5 million fighting a scab. You know what I mean? He's that level, if not in more. 
and yeah. Canalo's going to fight Kirkland. So he gets the pass to fight a scab because Canalo's fighting Kirkland. So right. he can fight his version of a tune-up and then take the fight in September. Right. You know, there's a uh, – I forget what's going on in September, but something's going on that they could fight. Isn't it a Mexican holiday in September? Yeah. I, you know, the thing – I don't know if they. I don't know if they would fight like in September. I, me, maybe May of next year if they do it. Well, I think it would be just just do it in the fall. Like do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I guess September is the fall, but like I would say December. Yeah. November, because remember, December was always a peak time for fights. It used you to know, be. December remember, De La Hoya would fight in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he fought back so, I mean, in December actually. They need to get away. They need to get away with. All these in the Mexican, Mexican holiday. holiday. That's something like, Floyd kind of. It's so overrated, man. Like, it is. It is because boxing people don't care. Yeah, like, and it's our generation. <laughs> it's like, like Leonard, Leonard, and Leonard and Hagler was like what April twenty sixth or something like. Right, that. right, right, right. Yeah. It didn't matter, man. But I people, think, people, people do go a little overboard with the whole. Yeah, man. I mean. Like for that, like you know, what instead of Independence Day card, right, like, right, 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 like, we're American, like yeah. yeah, right, no doubt, no doubt, yeah. I, I just they I always find it amazing, like whenever somebody's fighting a Mexican fighter, they well, Floyd kind of set this precedent where it right. has to be on a Mexican holiday when you fight these guys. Yeah, so, but I do think I do. Yeah. I do think it's going to be in the fall. No matter what happens, I, you I know, I think too. he's going to fight Alvarez. Rather than September, October, November, December, I do think it's going to be in the, what they call the fourth quarter of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think that it's going to – so, again, so back to the whole Cotto walking away thing, it's like, all right, De La Hoya, you guys are rushing me because you're in a power – because you remember, they're in a power well, – De La Hoya mainly – was in a power – a uh, 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 pissing contest with Floyd about that whole May second date. Like basically, like yo, dude, if you don't take Pacquiao, screw you. We're taking May second. <laughs> and Floyd, and Floyd just—he's like just holding the. He's just holding the. You know, he's like the puppeteer, man. I mean, like... In, in oh, yeah. Sense. All roles go through him, basically. So, yeah, and, and, and Cotto's decision solely wasn't made because that Pacquiao fight was... Rather if it's the Roach training, Pacquiao, whatever it is, it still revolves around Floyd's decision. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I just think that the whole Alvarez situation, it is going to happen, just like the Pacquiao and Cotto, uh Mayweather thing. But sometimes... Things don't happen when they need when people want them to happen. Right. You know they just naturally happen on their own. I, I, I you know, again, where does Alvarez? We talked about this. He can fight a a, a Andretti or a Charlo brother or you know some right. of these young up and coming or a Larrigan, God forbid. So it's only really one direction he can go in. You know, is to fight a Cotto. You know, and I did read also too that he's having ankle issues. That's been like a right. injury. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's and a good way to cancel a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember, listen, man, they, nothing would surprise me at this point. Like they came out tomorrow and was like, 
uh, he had a, a you know a, a, a calf strain or a, 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 you know a turf toe. Even though you don't get them in boxing, that's normally a football thing. Yeah, but it just sounds it like I mean I just think the whole uh, Kirkland thing is a sham, man. As far as yeah, like, it is, like, dude. Look at the whole thing. Like, I mean, he can't get a trainer. Like, who's his management? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, and mind you, if you go on the HBO website, they're not even on the, the on the right, right, right at all. So, I mean, I, I think yeah. obviously because nothing with Mayweather and Pacquiao situated to set right, up a right. until May 9th. But even still, like, who was it that? Oh, you know, Jesse James Lee has like a promoter in Texas and. He said on Boxing Scene or some news outlet put out that he says he expects 65000 for that fight. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Oh, that was him that said that? I've read that somewhere, but I didn't yeah, really I see I didn't see who the quote was from. It was from Jesse James Leia? Yeah. Come on. They, they barely got 40000 for the Trout fight in, at the oh, gosh. I'm like, come on, man. Those, those phantom seats that were sold again. We're going to do this again? <laughs> No, they the said card, that for the, the trial fight. You don't remember they? You don't remember they were talking about it was a standing room only and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, and you know, and all this does is it boosts Canelo's ego up. And and honestly, man, like you start to hear things like that, and then I go to the negotiations table, and I'm trying. I'm I'm thinking like you know, Cody's probably sitting there thinking like, yo, who in the fuck are you? To demand this, this, that, and the right, third. Right, 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 right. It just almost, I mean, it could, I mean, obviously it could be a lot of other things. Right. But on the surface, when you look, you know, like you said, when you see small right. things, you really fire. So, yeah. No, I agree. I think that. winnable fight for him, and it's, you know. They tried to back him into a corner, and Kodo was like, basically, screw y'all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like, Kodo can make a. Decent amount of money fighting some subpar sub guy, keep his middleweight title, and then come back and circle and waggle to the Alvarez fight because he knows that Alvarez cannot fight one of his contemporaries. He will lose. He's well, just he not that talented enough to fight any of those yeah. guys. Now, now, funny enough, here comes, I mean, to, to, to speak on, uh, I guess, the – well, I guess the the crybaby in the room, Amir Khan. I don't know if you saw this, but he called out Kodo saying he fed him at one fifty five. Uh, yeah, see, it's it, it's getting it's getting ridiculous. That's why I can't wait. See, one of my reasons reasonings for wanting the Mayweather and Pacquiao fight to get situated so we can stop hearing all this nonsense about yeah stuff like that. Because even then it gets out of control. You know, it's getting out of hand with all these. You know, Khan has fought at welterweight, what, twice? And now he's fighting at junior middleweight? Come on. I'm like, yo, <laughs> careful what you ask for. I don't, be- I don't believe that, though, one bit. I just think he's just throwing he's stuff just to the wall to see if it's sticking, you know? Yeah. I don't I don't well, believe that one. Said they were going to name somebody, like, this week, or as far as they were going to start talking about um, options. I mean, I did hear Bradley... And when you look at the, I mean, I don't know. No, that name's been floating around for a while. That's why when you said that, that name's been out there. You know, I don't know if it's Bradley people that's leaked that out, but that name's been out there. Yeah. And you, I mean, I don't think he's going to defend the, you know, the middleweight title. Like, it's when I start to think about, like, guys that, that, or even guys that are available. So, right. And with Cotto, he's, 
he's at a point where he's trying to fight high marquee guys, even if it's on because I think whatever fight he's gonna have, it's not gonna be pay per view. It's gonna be on HBO. Right. Yeah. You know, you know same. So I'm trying Ooh. to think like what would be an attractive fight on HBO that people would turn into tune into. And like Bradley's the only like star name that I can think of. Right. Yeah. That's relatively around his size. And it won't be at a it won't be Laura, that's for sure. A guy like that. Oh hell. He fight, yeah. It would have to be like you said, like a Bradley guy. Now you remember they did this stunt a couple of years ago with uh with Lopez when he fought Alvarez. Didn't he move up from like junior welterweight to junior middleweight to fight Alvarez? Yeah. Do you remember that? Well, he went from memory when he was at 140, then he went to 147, then he went to Oh, he did go. Okay, so he did stop at 147. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. I couldn't remember. I just remember him always being like a junior welterweight, but I forgot he did have a few fights at welterweight. Yeah, yeah well, Man, now but, he's at welter now. Yeah, now he's at welter. He's now he moved back down. He had no business at junior welterweight, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so I don't know, man. It's kind of both. I mean, Canelo and Cotto are like, I guess, you know, the fight not happening right away is like, at least for us, it, it, it's kind of like, well, shit. Because we were, I mean, I mean, and this is hoping the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight does happen. You know, we would have had that and that. But right. if we get both and then one is in the earlier part of the year and then one in the later, then I mean, right. I'm off of this fight. That's yeah. also obvious. No, no, uh, monkey wrenches are thrown in, and one guy gets, you know, Cotto and Kendo get knocked out, you know. So, but right, right. We'll, we'll I know what you're saying. So you know, we were talking earlier off air about the whole interview that, I mean, not interview, the meeting that went down. Oh, um, the little soundbite, or the yeah, <laughs> right, right, the. Uh, <laughs> It's funny because it's like, I mean, listen, man, you know, people can root for whoever they want to root for. I got no issues with that. But when people get all gung-ho about some video that Floyd put up on his Instagram page that was clearly edited and slanted to, you know, to, to kind of do some control from all yeah. the stuff that's being put out there. Because this is funny. This is really, I put I put this up on Instagram. It's like mudslinging in a political race, you know, because yeah. everybody is putting up their own slanted versions of what's going on. So Floyd puts this video up strictly to look like, well, it is not me that's avoiding this fight. Uh, look, I put it out there, you know. And it was like, what, a, a, not even a minute clip? Yeah. <laughs> We didn't hear what was the response. We didn't hear the lead-up part to that discussion. That's neither here or there. I just found that hilarious that how people got, you know, go all crazy. And Floyd sat on this. It's like each week is it's something new. You know, obviously this took place, what, last week, this little meeting or two weeks ago? Yeah, it was about And we're just hearing about out. this video now? Mm-hmm. And so, in a couple you know, of weeks, you're thinking, like, oh, it's going to happen now. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, well, now it's to the point, it's like, well, you, I don't know if you saw Bernard. Bernard actually had an interesting take on all this. Kind of a lot of the stuff we've been talking about and speculating about. He has a theory that, and again, I, I don't know if it was you or Big Mike. Somebody brought the same theory up a couple of weeks ago. He's thinking that Floyd wants to get rid of his Showtime contract then do the fight next year on NBC and not have it as pay-per-view because 
then it will be like, you know, the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals or something like that where you'll get the pay-per-view from the Nielsen ratings, you know, from people with the view. Yeah, right, the views and the ads. Uh, without having people actually have to fork out money and it'll reach more homes, you know, because they don't have to pay for it. You know, that's a theory that Bernard has. It's an interesting theory when you think about it, you know, especially with Heyman making that power move to NBC. Because you know how Al Heyman is a guy that all he's always thinking about tomorrow rather than yeah. today. He's that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's who Floyd kind of study, studied under. Yeah. The only thing is, is that I think with Showtime, it's like they, at least on what it looks like. I mean, I've read all these reports and and, and what have you. But like HBO, if you look at the the immediate future of both networks, HBO has the brighter future. Oh, I definitely. Mean, they got definitely without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I. I've been, I mean, we've been reading that HBO's been on board for like a week or so, and, you know, obviously Aram has used the bullshit as usual and saying this, saying that, but it looks like Showtime, they're trying to get as much as they can out of this fight, and they're trying to squeeze everything they can to try to get as much as they can, because look, man, like, after this fight... They don't got much of anything left. No, that's it. This is it. This this is it. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. And with the the last fight, if they make a big hurrah to that. But then again, we don't know. I mean, like, so much is riding on what the outcome of this fight. Because, you know, at least for Floyd's sake, God forbid he loses. Like, yeah, who no. knows what's yeah. going to happen after that? That's, that's a shitstorm, like, in itself. That's right? a whole nother Then you talk about we're only back to square one with the rematch. And that's another thing there. I, I heard that's a lot of the hangups is that trying to figure out rematch clause, network. You know, you, you got to remember, if they do a rematch, now you're kind of hitting the reset button on this same it's storm again. And, like, let's say Pacquiao wins then obviously he would have the power and control of everything. You know what I mean? So then I also heard, well, Bernard said this, this is all in the same interview, but I was been hearing this as well, that Coach Cotto, Khan, you know, the guys have plan B options. They're not taking a million dollars and $2 million like Madonna did and some of these other guys. Like, I heard Cotto, right. like, wants a, 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 a nice piece of change this time around if, they, if they're if they going to do the fight. And they said Khan is not, wouldn't do it under for, under $5 million. So it kind of it's, – it's all these, like, <laughs> these, you know, these uh, uh, variables and, you know, uh, roadblocks. You know, uh, you know, Floyd, normally when he fights these guys, he gives them a very small percentage of the purse. Right. But Showtime, right. like you said – they don't really have a lot of extra revenue to throw around in their boxing. Let's, nope. let's be honest. Boxing isn't like, you know, exactly the top of the totem pole here. So you get a certain budget from each network. And the budget yeah. that you have, you know, spent on boxing only feeds Floyd, but not anybody else, basically, you know, from that perspective. Right. right. So you're giving Floyd money that you really – have taken a loss on, you know, but let's be honest, they didn't really get back on this investment from Floyd. 
You know, especially with no, the last it's two it's fights, it's the Madonna fights. And Bernard brought up, like, you know, when you and I talked about he, Floyd making these late announcements, which is great for him, but for Showtime, for marketing, and, you know, they need all the time they can get. So yep. that kind of backfired on them. So, you know, like you said, it, it's it's a lot going on, uh, mainly from the show. HBO could care less about what happened. You know, they're more like, well, we want the fight to happen. Yeah, yeah. But if it they're doesn't, we're not going to lose any like, sleep over it. They'd rather have it happen next year, they're saying, because they're like, yo, like, yeah. you know, we'll do it now because it's like, obviously, we'll do it, you know, for Pacquiao. Right, for right. For, yeah, for the Pacquiao right. and the money. I mean, it's still a good, you know, good revenue for him. But I know what you're saying. Next year, Floyd's a free agent, and he can sign a one-night deal with them for the night. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like I said, like we're damn that worried because their 2015 is looking right. okay. You know? Oh, they're stacked. They're stacked, yeah. you know, and they got some big fish in the pond over there. You know, they got a guy. Yeah. They still got Pacquiao. You got this kid Terrence Crawford coming up. But they, but the uh, Matisse and, and uh, Provodnikov fights on HBO. Provodnikov is Junior with HBO still? Who? Chavez, Junior. Dives. Well, they moved over. Out. Okay, yeah. That's right. It's him, and That's right, yeah. Well, I'm going to other guys. You got the guy Garcia, you know, if he stays there. Um, they got way more guys that's on the, on the rise than, they, than yeah. Showtime has. Oh, big time. Big time. And Canelo just went over there. Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. So... They're really like putting their eight, you know, and he's a guy that they feel feel as though one day is going to be a million uh, pay per view buys guy, you know, especially if that Cotto fight take place, right? And that's the fight that they're hoping that he can win, maybe catch Cotto late, and that's why, like, that's another thing. Not just switching gears real back to that, like, if I'm if I'm Canalo, I want to get Cotto late as I can. You know, I'm thinking the later the better. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about that, like, at chances of beating him, like, you know what I mean? Like, the later it probably would be the better for him. Yeah, in the sense of, like, how, you know, because the way that fight is pictured is kind of like a passing of the torch of, like, Kodo. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, but but it's the way it looks, like, if you look at it based on how they've looked in the last, you know, their last several fights, it's like Kodo doesn't really look like that much of like a stepping stone per se. Yeah, because Canelo, we've been, you know, I mean, figure his last fight was Laura. You know, we forget it. was oh, like, God. Yeah. December, you know, right. so like basing it from that fight, like there's a lot of stuff I didn't like that I saw from Canelo in that fight. So, oh, no, you could definitely, he, like Kodo, like is, is, would be, that fight is a pick em fight. Like that's not Alvarez being a favorite in the fight, and you know I I I I was one of these people that thought that if they fought Cotto could outbox him and beat him, mm-hmm. you know. But it's also a fight Cotto can get knocked out in. You know, it's a right. weird fight. You know what I mean? Like their styles like kind of work. I'm not a Canelo guy, but Cotto has a kind of style that kind of works for Alvarez because he's stationary a little bit. You know what I mean? Where yeah. Cotto has better success kind of with speed speed guys. It's like a weird dynamic with him. You know what I mean? Like guys that are fast, he has good success against. But plotters, he struggles with guys like that. <laughs> that you know, yeah. so. But it's a fight he could win, you know, no doubt about it. But 
It's, it, it is it is an interesting matchup. It's an alternate styles make fight kind of matchup, but I don't know, man. Um, but back to the May, whole Mayweather ordeal. So yeah, that, so that's kind of where we're at. You know, um, you know, you got these different uh, uh, power play uh, struggles going on uh, with CBS and Showtime. And again, I can't stress this enough about the money that was put in, you know, Floyd gets a guaranteed $32 million rather than fight me or you. Right. You know, I mean, literally and figuratively, like he gets a guaranteed $32 million. So HBO looking at them like, you people are fucking insane to invest that kind of money in this guy who really, the world only wants to see him. and And they have let it, they've let it be known uh, with the last few sales and just public outcry that they only want one fight, and that's Pacquiao. Well, put it this way. If this fight doesn't happen, it, Showtime is going to – Floyd's going to fight anyway, presumably. Right, and They're right, going to have to throw $72 million at him for a fight that, at that point, you, you've crushed all the casual fans. You've, right. You've crushed them all. And at that point, it's just like – what kind? What dishing out that type of money? What kind of, um, you know, payback are you think you're gonna get? Like him fighting a total again, or, or but but then again, you you make a point. Like if if he's getting thirty two, Cotto's gonna want like ten or twelve. If if right. not a little more, you think Showtime's gonna give him that? Hell no, man. Right, like, right, right. That's why. Like it's it's just. You know, people don't want to think like, oh, Floyd's not under any pressure or anything. Like, and, and I don't want to say like Floyd is, is like running away from the fight, but look, man, like if this fight doesn't happen, man, like it's it's going to be more of a shitstorm on Showtime and Floyd's end than it's going to be on Pacquiao's end. I like I don't see how people don't see that. You know, it it it, it is what it is. You know, they, granted, yeah, I don't want to see Pacquiao fight Jesse Vargas or. The next person, but <laughs> yeah, when I, so yo, when I saw that, I almost lost my lunch about the Vargas thing. But oh hey, man, God. you know, but listen, my dude, you know how this Plan B shit goes. Like it, it could go that way, you know, with 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 top rank and you know their philosophies on different things. You know, I could easily see them going that route if nothing falls down a pipe. Yeah. But I, one thing I did want to harp on too, again, was that again. Guys aren't stupid. Everybody's angling, and everybody knows this. The same way me and you are two guys sitting here talking about this. You uh, con people, Cotto people, they're sitting here saying, look, Floyd really doesn't have nowhere else to go. Because he don't. Let's be clear about this, too. Like, his plan B, he doesn't really have a clear plan B because he can't fight a Vargas. You know, he can't fight some, 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 let's even say a Danny Garcia for that matter. So really, it's two names out there really for him, and that's Khan and Cotto. And they both know, now ironically, Khan is managed by Al Heyman, but Khan still has a team of people that he talked to outside of Heyman, I'm sure. And they're probably like, look, dude, like, they don't have nowhere else to go. Like, we can we can go – they can come in the room and say, look, I want $10 million. And obviously, he won't get that, but they'll have to meet him somewhere. Like, listen, like, I'm not doing the fight unless – and what does Khan really have to lose? You know what I mean? Like, there's other people he can fight. There's the Marquez's of the world. And, you know, we talked about a Bradley fight potentially. You know, there's fights out there from the fight. 
So they would try try to have to call Floyd's bluff and Showtime's bluff uh, for that particular, for that type of money. Now, for Kodal, he really, you know, the, the ball really is in his court because that's really the, the, the number one plan B is Kodo, is who Floyd really wants to fight if the Pacquiao <laughs> fights fall through. The problem is, though, with Showtime is that they're, they, they're already in the red. They're in the negative. So, <clears throat> excuse me, they already gave Floyd pretty much everything. So they're like, well, you know, we kind of gave this guy all the money, so all that's really left is four, five, six, whatever they would give Kodo. I don't know what he made for the first fight. But it's going to be hard pressed for them to get anything close to ten million, uh, you know, yeah. if, if they're Plan B. Not saying that they can't get it because Showtime might be in a desperate situation where they got to give it out. You know, I mean, it's, but, it's, it's interesting when you think about it. You know, Bernard but, kind but of laid like, it out there. The thing about it, like this, from a from from a, a logical standpoint, Showtime would be paying almost double the money for a rematch of a fight that Floyd clearly won. I know. Nine to three, I had scored that fight. I don't know what anybody else scored in that, but I didn't think Floyd, uh, uh, I didn't think Cotto won more than three rounds. And that's kind of the three is being a little bit uh, generous. You know, it was a competitive, it it wasn't a blowout. He was competitive, but it's not a fight that warns a rematch. Yeah. It's not a fight that Which doesn't make any sense. Which again, it it all it all reverts back down to you know, like you said, it, to the fact that like yeah, Floyd doesn't have a lot of options. A lot of financial options where it, it's a deal where, um, you know, he could fight a Madonna or a Guerrero or or even at the point when he did fight Canelo, where he could give him like a four or five million. And, and, and him still pocket forty two million dollars because Canelo never made that type of money then. But like, look, man, Cotto's made ten, you know, nine, eight, you know, with, with him in the the first time around, and now he's a middleweight champion. He's made more money, so showtime is just that type of money for him. And, and the middleweight. No, you're absolutely right, and I and I agree. Uh, the only selling point they're going to have, which is kind of a joke, but they're going to use this, is the, what you just said about the middleweight title. You know, when Cotto won that middleweight title, it gave Floyd an avenue to put himself in alignment. And granted, it's a paper, it's a paper alignment, but with the likes of Ray Robinson and Sugar Ray Leonard, because, you know, all those guys, that's who he's compared to. And the one yeah. title that he didn't get yet was the middleweight title. And there's no way he could obtain that title unless a guy that was a welterweight moved up, or junior middleweight for that matter, moved up to middleweight at a catchweight to get the belt. <clears throat> so that's one factor that they can use in trying to sell a fight. So I don't know, you know, but I think most people are smarter than that and they're yeah. looking at it for what it is and it's like, all right, it's the middleweight, but you guys are fighting at 154 pounds, which is the junior middleweight limit. Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> what sense do that make? Fight at junior middleweight then. Yeah. So and, and also, so, too, I, I've always thought, too, since um, – even since the Canelo fight, like, if you look at how Floyd looked at welterweight after that fight, you could sense he's a lot more comfortable at one at one point. No doubt. No doubt, yeah. I don't, no doubt. He would move, he, I don't think he wants to move up again, but it's, you know, like, 
it's just, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like the, the whole TikTok, TikTok situation, you know, where it was like about two weeks from when he last announced the Madonna fight last year. It was around like February 24th or something like that. But the time is ticking, man. And it, I mean, I, it's two things. I mean, I think we're going to hear something very, very soon. But if that fight right. doesn't I think happen, I think that uh, this weekend you're going to hear something. Yeah, and even yeah. if there was a step for a plan B, like you, then you got to negotiate that, you know. So right. then that's even more time. So right, I'm still. I don't know, man. <laughs> it, it, it's just like so many different situations that I think that this might backfire, you know, because sometimes with situations where you know you try to outsmart yourself or people try to outsmart other people you know, you end up outsmarting yourself. And I think that's what's going to happen in this situation. You know, they're going to both end up with people that nobody gives a damn about. And the, and the, and the, and the pay-per-view sales are going to tank. You know, it'll be that funny. Was, you know what would be funny? If, if Floyd fought like Khan and it only did like 400 pay-per-view buys, but it'd be the fight that Floyd loses. And then oh. like, <laughs> can you no, that's how stuff goes though, right? Isn't that how... Yeah, isn't yeah. that how things go? Yeah, I mean, and I think that's why they. I, I mean, again, like I don't think Floyd wants to fight Khan like as far as a plan B. No, you know, like I don't think so either because it's 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 a risk and a not enough of a reward type of fight. Yeah, of course, of course. Khan you is know, worked, and Floyd hasn't worked in a while. Like that's a lot of that's working that fight. I was watching just clips of the Alexander fight and just like little things he was doing, and I'm like, man, he would he would be a pain in the ass fight. Yeah, he would be a pain. And Malinaji swears by it. He's like, the one guy that Floyd wants no part of is American. <laughs> he swears up and down. And this is a guy that said Floyd Mayweather would be Sugar Ray Robinson. So yeah, yeah. You know, he thinks very highly of Floyd, but he thinks that that style at this stage of Floyd's career is all wrong for him. Yes, man, it's 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 tough. It's tough to, uh, you know. And again, it, it comes back to the Pacquiao fight. It's like you know, granted, Pacquiao doesn't have his reach, doesn't have Floyd's no. size. The next factor he does have is that power, and right. he's very active. So it's like, you know. In either one of those fights, I think he would have to work, you know. So yeah, it's. I think in this, in the case of Pacquiao, it's, you know, he, right. he, yeah, Pacquiao's older, he's a little more worn out, but that X factor takes you a long way. No, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, but we can really wrap up for the night, man. Um, so this is this live on YouTube right now. No, no, no. I, the next show, I, I'll set it up. Like, I, set I think it up I so we can do a live podcast? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. That's dope right there. All right, so now we, we got it rocking and rolling. So we're going we're gonna to have a – I'll put it out there to the people that it'll be a live podcast. So they'll be able to go on to the Garja Grill thing or your thing, and, yeah. and they'll be flowing live. Yeah, live. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. All right, my dude. Um, so look, man, I'll be in touch. You know, um, we'll 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 keep our ears and eyes open, and you know, once the announcement is made, we'll do an impromptu uh, podcast on this. <laughs> so you know the you know the social <laughs> sites will be going crazy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right, man. So you know, this is our show for tonight. Garage Grill, Roberto Flack. 
Uh, we'll be back next Monday at 9.30 p.m., and uh, hopefully we'll have a – hopefully there will be a decision for you guys so we can stop talking about this and so we can move on with – it's like seven fights is being held up because of this yeah. damn fight. So <laughs> let's just get it over with. All right, man, that's our show, man. Peace. All right, peace. Peace.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.